Cheers to you, my brilliant friend, and welcome to the Intelligent Intoxication Podcast, where I'll get you smashed on success without the buzzkill of burnout. Welcome back, everyone. So today, I would love to talk to you about what's not okay in the relationship that you have to yourself and what's okay. And before I dive in, I want to give credit Bernie Brown talks about boundaries in such a simple, easy to understand and and apply way. Being able to tell other people very clearly, very very kindly, what's okay and what's not okay. And notice with that, you're not labeling someone. We're not blaming other people. We're just being really clear about this is okay. However, this is not okay right? It's, it's a beautiful gift we give to others and we give to ourselves. So back to the relationship that you have with yourself. Here's what's not okay. It is not okay to blame yourself or to tell yourself that it's your fault that you feel anxious or you're depressed or you have ADD or ADHD, or you have a neurodivergent brain, or that you've experienced traumatic, gosh, events in your life, or that you have the feelings you do or the thoughts that you do, okay? It is not okay to blame yourself for those things. However, what is okay and what you must be willing to do is take a hundred percent responsibility for all of them here's the difference when we say that something is our fault immediately or someone else's fault immediately our brain goes to blame it wants to criticize it wants to shame it wants to belittle and no change ever comes from those places, those emotional states, okay? However, though, there is a difference between saying to yourself, okay, it's not my fault that this happened. It's not my fault that my brain is this way. And actively being willing to take responsibility for it. So here's the thing. I'll use an example from my own life. I have an anxious brain. I get anxious Now, it's very much, some of the time, a chemical issue for me. That is not my fault that my brain runs that way. But you damn well better be sure that it has always been my responsibility to manage it. So I don't say to other people, nope, I'm not going to do that. It makes me anxious unless it's something legitimately that makes me anxious, right? My point here is this. I mean, I like the fact that that's how my brain runs, but guess what? It's my responsibility to manage it. And guys, we want it to be our responsibility to manage whatever it is that is not our fault because it gives us our power back. That's empowerment. Okay, so the next thing in the relationship with yourself that is not okay labeling yourself. If you give yourself a label or a title, it will not serve you. 
It just won't. So if you call yourself a procrastinator, a flake, whatever it may be, if you call yourself, um, I'm disgusting, I'm not good, I'm bad, whatever it may be, labels don't serve you. I'm going to tell you that straight up, okay? Here's why. When we label other people, we are attempting to shame them. So when we label ourselves, what do you think we're doing, guys? We're doing the same damn thing. We're shaming ourselves, okay? But here's what is okay. Stepping in to new identities. Identities, on the other hand, are extremely powerful because identities speak to archetypes. And archetypes are these powerful symbolic patterns. So I've talked about this before. If you want to start a new habit, you need to pick an identity that you value that you can connect to that habit. So for example, exercising every day speaks to the identity of being a, it could be a fitness enthusiast, let's just say, right? When I spend time creating things in my home, I am very much aligned with the identity of being an decorator that like lights me up. I love the identity of being a coach, of being a teacher, a writer, a podcaster. Those things light me up. And because the identities light me up, I'm willing to take sustainable action in order to step into that identity. So again, we don't want to label, but we do want to create new identities for ourselves. Okay, going on to the next one. It is not okay to should yourself. You need to drop that word from your vocabulary because when you say should, very likely you are tipping into shame again and it means that you are trying to meet the obligatory expectations of others. Now, this doesn't mean that we don't do wonderfully, beautifully, nice things for other people. Of course we do and we can trust ourselves to do that. However, You have very limited time and energy every single day. That time and energy needs to be devoted and devoted to and intentionally funneled into commitments. So on the flip side, what's okay? It is okay to know, to identify, and to prioritize your commitments because here's the difference between an obligation and a commitment when you are committed to something it is because it is aligned with your values it is because it is something that lights you up because it's going to be sustainable when we hear this a lot do what you're passionate about do what lights you up it that sometimes can come across as really shallow and sentimental and it's not intended to be that way Because when we are truly lit up and passionate about something, we are going to have the sustainable energy to see it through. And especially when it comes to being of service to others, we're going to knock it out of the fucking park. So again, obligations and shoulds, not okay. Commitments, wholehearted commitments, absolutely 100% okay. Here's something else that's not okay. This is similar to labeling yourself. There are certain words that are going to be in your vocabulary that you have been in the habit of using your whole life and they do not serve you. And I would strongly encourage you to get them out. 
good and bad, nice and mean, hardworking and lazy. Any pairing of words that puts you into an extreme black and white type of thinking, those words do not serve you. And here's why. Because if you're not on the quote-unquote good end of that spectrum, your brain is going to assume that you're automatically on the bad end and it's going to shut you down and keep you stuck in shame. So start paying attention to words that are triggering for you. Good is a triggering word. Selfish is a triggering word. There are so many triggering words and as soon as you notice you've got one, make the decision on the spot to replace it with something else. Instead of being a good daughter, friend, wife, mother, community member, how about being a loving, intentional, prioritized, kind, giving, whatever that identity was. But really be on the lookout for those black and white words that are so full of shame. Okay, it's so full of shame. So not okay to keep using those words. What is okay is to always be changing the words that you use. And when you catch yourself using a word that is triggering, that just doesn't serve you, it is okay to just remind yourself, actually, that word doesn't work for me anymore. I prefer to use this one instead. Okay. Next thing on my list of words that are, or not words, of things that are not okay in the relationship that you have to yourself. First of all, let me do the okay in this one. It is okay for you to feel stressed. That is part of being a human. You're going to feel it every single day. Every single day, your body is going to experience stress. Every single day on some level, it might be a small level, level, your body is going to get triggered and go into a stress cycle. The authors of Burnout, I apologize, I can put that link in the show notes, I'm forgetting their, their last names at this point, but they talk about this so beautifully. The trigger, we can't, we can't control getting triggered, we can't control the fact that our body goes into a stress cycle, but you can be damn sure that it's our responsibility every single day to close those cycles. The best way to close a stress cycle is to get your body in motion to exercise. You can do it by talking to someone. You can do it by hugging or squeezing or cuddling a pet. You can do it by creating some sort of art, by doing some breathing, some meditation. There are so many different ways that you can close those cycles, but guys, it is not okay not to close them because it will build up and it will fuck you over. It is okay to prioritize time every day to close those stress cycles. Okay, something else that's not okay is to blow up in anger at yourself or other people, okay? What is okay is for you to feel anger, right? Anger is a beautiful emotion. Anger lets us know that something we value is being disrespected. And sometimes it's being disrespected because we haven't opened our yappers and told people that we value it. We haven't said to others, this is okay, this is not okay. They may do or say something, we lose our shit and blame them. Okay, so here's the thing. 
It is okay for you to feel angry. But when you are angry, when you notice that you have that physical sensation of urgency in your body, that is going to let you know that you have not felt your anger all the way through. And until your body calms down and until your body is out of that stress cycle again, it is also not okay to talk to the person who quote unquote triggered your anger to send them a mean, nasty text or email or to lash out. That's not okay. That is being reactive. What is okay though is to buy yourself the time to take care of your body and to get curious about why you were triggered and why you were angry. Oftentimes you were hurt, you were disappointed, and you were feeling afraid. And those emotions usually are hiding underneath the anger. We tend to default to the anger, guys, because it's easier to feel anger than it is to feel really sad or devastated or hurt or disappointed or terrified or afraid. Until you know why you felt the way you felt and until you have calmed your body down, it is not okay to have the conversation. Bottom line, if the urgency is there, you're not done feeling it. What is okay is once you calm down and once you understand why you got upset, it is okay to communicate to another person, hey, you know, I'm sorry I had to take some time. Um, I, I want to circle back and explain what was going on for me. When you said or did this, I made it mean that, for example, you were rejecting me, that you were criticizing me, that you were undermining me, and I got really angry. Is that what was happening? And a side note here, when you are pissed and you know you cannot have a conversation, but someone else is pressing you to have the conversation, it is okay to say, hey, I am triggered right now and I'm going to need some time to kind of process everything. And once I do, I'll circle back, but I'm not willing to talk right now. Not a problem, guys. That's badass right there. That's awesome. Okay, so again, not okay to blow up and dump your shit all over other people when you're angry, but it is okay to feel it all the way through and circle back once you're calm to have the conversation, okay? Here's the last thing I want to talk about. I could go on forever and ever, you know me and my big mouth, but I'm going to wrap it up with this. Here's what's not okay in the relationship that you have to yourself. It is not okay to lie to yourself. Don't do that. If, let's say, let's say you're in a relationship and you aren't ready to talk to the other person or you're not ready to leave the relationship or you don't know if you want to stay or you want to leave, okay? You do not need to have that conversation until you're ready. But don't lie to yourself. And the best way to start telling yourself the truth is to ask yourself yes or no questions. Do I want to stay in this relationship today? No. Okay, no. Or yes. Do I want to leave this job? Yes. Do I want to move to a new area? No. Do I want to say yes to that invitation? No. Tell yourself the truth. Okay? It's not okay to lie to yourself. But here is what's okay. Tell yourself the truth. And then give yourself permission 
to assume a holding pattern as you work through what that truth means for you. So just because you tell yourself the truth does not mean you need to go out and tell everybody you know what your truth is, right? You just don't. You don't have to do that yet. I'm not suggesting you lie to other people. That's not what I'm saying. But we have to be able to identify and articulate our truths to ourselves before we can even hope to make sense of what that will mean or how that will impact others. All right, my friends. So tomorrow I'm going to be back with more what's okay and what's not okay. I'm not sure the category yet. I'm going to have to decide. But thank you for being here. I'm so, so grateful for you. Have an intoxicating rest of your day and I'll see you again or you'll hear me again tomorrow. Hey, my friend, if you're thirsty for more than this daily shot and ready to intoxicate the hell out of your personal or professional life, I'd love to invite you to coach one-on-one with me. It all starts with a complimentary happy hour call. Head on over to terrybradway.com. That's Terry with two R's and an I. Bradway, spelled just the way that it sounds. Once you get there, my friend, click on the Work with Terry button and we'll take it from there. Thanks for listening and have an amazing day.